Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. It's Gold Mouth Found Goon, and I got my group ODT, and we jumping off the porch at Dirty Glove Bastard. You already know what it is. Found Goon. This moment is legendary. From rock to a drug life of a All right, so we got Gold Mouth jumping back off the porch with us once again, man. You already know, man. Gold Mouth Found Goon. I'm off the porch again, man. What they do? Man, I'm feeling good. How you feeling today, bro? I'm great, man. I'm feeling wonderful, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate you coming back by, man. Uh, you know, your first interview did really well on our channel, man. People was really tapped into the story and everything, man. So we definitely had to bring you back for another one, man. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure to be back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been waiting for this day to be real with you. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, if a nigga ain't fucking with Dirty Glove Bastard, then you know what I'm saying? You really ain't got shit going on. So it's a pleasure to be back in this bitch. For sure, man. So uh, just start off, man, just by reading the comments on the first one. There was a couple people who were trying to say, you wasn't the real gold mouth, man. Yeah, Can we yeah, clarify yeah. that? Can we clear this all yeah, up for me, people, man? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that's a really, see, that's a really important question. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy got a cousin, you know what I'm saying, named Gold Mouth. You know what I'm saying? That he referred to on a lot of records. Jeezy only mentioned me in one record. You know what I'm saying? That was where I'm from when he described me as a, a cold-blooded killer, so on and so forth. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's been a like an interesting question for a lot of people, but I never, you know what I'm saying, try to act as if I'm somebody that I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the nigga that that actually gave Jeezy the microphone. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm the nigga that put Jeezy in, in the rap game, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Because if it wasn't for me, you know, Jeezy would have never picked up a microphone. So you know what I'm saying? I, I got my own important history as far as the cor corporate thug movement is concerned. You know what I'm saying? So I never try to, you know, represent something that I'm not. And you know, the person that Jeezy speak on. Um, you know, he, I think he work at McDonald's right now in Hawkinsville. So I definitely wouldn't want to, um, you know, be, you know, some, someone I'm not, you feel me? Yeah. There it is, man. Appreciate you clarifying that for everyone, yeah. man, too. All right. So you got this new situation with Rollo, man. Speak on how that whole thing came about. Um, you know, after I left here last time, I was, um, you know, I was steady grinding and shit, doing my rap thing and, um. I got called for to be in a movie. And um my nigga Tone was doing a movie. And Fabo from D4L, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Fabo. He was a part of the movie. And you know, Queen had came down with Fabo. 
because I think she managed him or, or something like that. And, um, so I was shooting a video at the same time. So, you know what I'm saying? Me and Queen, we exchanged numbers and she was like, you know, I, I like your work ethic. I feel like you're serious about your, your craft, serious about, you know, making a way, positioning yourself in the music industry. So, you know, I asked her to do some managing and marketing for me. Mm -hmm. So um, along those lines, she introduced me to Rollo. And um, Rollo had all, all, already heard of me. So, you know, we, we Muslims as well. So, you know what I'm saying? We just automatically click. And from there, we did the, um, the merge, the Femerica Trap Elite merge. So everything else is history, you feel me? Yeah, now that's what's up, man. And I think you guys kind of have similar stories too, man. Yeah, um, you know, Rollo, of course, my story is my story. I did 17 in the pen and I was really heavy in the streets and I was caught up in the drug game for a long time. And um, Rollo is, is similar, he younger, yet, you know what I'm saying? He have a, a real legendary story as well. So, you know, like, we, we like money, you know, we, he, he's an alpha male, I'm an alpha male. So we got a, a pretty good understanding of each other. We got a good understanding of our history and we know what we want to be in life. And, you know, Islam is, is the thread that, that combines everything, you feel me? So it, it's about, you know, Islam, you know what I'm saying, with us. We got it. It's, it's a strong degree of Islam. It's a strong degree of, of, of integrity. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what the whole movement is about. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. So what are these conversations like with Rollo, man? I'm sure it's not too much about music then, huh? It's more about your faith and all that, or? Well, you know, um, Rollo is a, is, a, is a very business-orientated brother. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he business-oriented. You know what I'm saying? We always pushing for different goals. We got different ideas. And, you know, we just collaborating and be assets to one another, you feel me? So a lot of it is about faith though. You know, you can't mm -hmm. be a Muslim without discussing the Islamic issues on a daily basis. So that, 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 that's a very, very beautiful thing that we have in common. You know, it ain't just about this material shit. Cause yeah. a lot of people get caught up in the material world and it's all about the money, it's all about the clout, you know, but we had this religious balance that balances us out. You know what I'm saying? That gives us more substance, more meaningfulness to, to have an actual relationship based upon because we know that, you know, everything that we do, we, we got to strive to please Allah, to do what's best in, in our religious, you know, context. You feel me? So Absolutely. it ain't just no street shit, nigga cutthroat and slime and another motherfucker. We actually got a real deal brotherhood. And that's what's so beautiful about, you know, me and Rollo's relationship. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. And he puts you on the Political Prisoner album he just dropped too, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that's a beautiful thing. Queen, Queen, and um, basically Queen and a couple other people, you know, they did a great job putting that whole project together. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we, that's, that's a wonderful thing. And you got to shine in some of the videos too, man. We see in the, in the, the video of Boozy, the wind video. Yeah, because one thing about it, you know, Rollo, he really is a person that want to see his people win. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of people that say that shit, but th their actions says otherwise, you know what I'm saying? On the hand with Rollo, you know, Rollo put me in the forefront. He put all the people that he want to see win in the forefront. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can get just as much shine as him. It ain't, you know, with him and Islam, we want for our brothers what we want for ourselves. So it ain't about, it ain't all about Rollo. You know what I'm saying? Rollo want to, want to establish a whole, a whole empire. And he don't want to be the only person that's shining. He want everybody else to shine around him. So that's, that, that's a part of, you know, him putting me in these videos, him, put me on the front string, doing what a real nigga supposed to do. You feel me? And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what can you say about your, your latest project, man? The evolution. Um, the evolution, man. You know what I'm saying? 
it's, it's, it's about growth. You feel me? It's about, you know, a person that's been following me, a person that know my story. You know, it's about, it's showing how far I've came. You know what I'm saying? Like, coming from the projects, coming from the streets on, you know, the ducking block, you know, putting in all the work, you know, doing all the crazy shit, the robberies, the, the you know, having the murder charges and all that shit, you know, showing how, how far I've come, you know, I, I'm not there no more. I'm not, you know, in the streets no more. I'm not, you know, out here shooting motherfuckers and robbing for a living. You know, I'm, I didn't transition. I didn't actually transition to the music industry, to, to the real estate industry, you know, trying to, you know, doing things right and trying to, build a community rather than just destroy the communities like we was doing, you know what I'm saying, you know, in my day. So I, I try to encourage brothers to, you know, make the evolution. I ain't telling the motherfucker what not to do because they're, you know, if a bitch need to get stepped on, they, they need to get stepped on. That just, that's just the way of life. But, you know, that ain't something that we glorify. That ain't something that we, we out here, you know, looking forward to do. If a motherfucker get wrong, we deal with that shit and we keep it moving, we pray about it. And alhamdulillah, Allah knows best, you feel me? But it's about, you know, the evolution, like going from the illegal shit to legal shit. You know what I'm saying? Transitioning from, you know, misguided behavior to guided behavior. You feel me? And that's what that's what the evolution is all about. It shows my my process, my, my growth process. You feel me? Absolutely. Yeah. And even speak about your evolution as a recording artist from when you first came home up until today, man. Yeah. Um. It, it, it was a hell of a process, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, recording, recording, the, I mean, the designer trap, right? Um, it, was, it was more of me expressing a lot of pain, you know what I'm saying? And me trying to actually get back in tune with society, you know what I'm saying? So the evolution was a, was a, hell, of a, was a hell of a process, it was a hell of an elevation, you know what I'm saying, from designer trap. Mm -hmm. And um, on the evolution, I got a, I linked up and got a lot of features. You know, I got Rollo on the Evolution, of course. We got Anthony Hamilton. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. We about to actually shoot a video. It's a song on my album called Legendary. It's like a, a, a classic, classic record. Everybody loved this record. And um, me, Anthony Hamilton, Lil Boosie, and Beanie Siegel, mm -hmm. you know, we um, we linked up, we did the damn thing, and we about to shoot a video in a couple of days for the actual for the actual song. So I got Derez Deshaun on there. Shout out to Derez. Um, Don Trip on there again with me. Um, you know, a couple of my artists, ODT, um, YD4L, one of Rollo artists, Weeble. You know, mm -hmm. we got a lot of brothers that that contributed to that project. And it, you know, it came out to be a, a classic album. And, you know, like the streets fucking with it. You feel me? Yeah. 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 Let's talk about this song, Legendary, because some people may see the names on there and think like, oh, these are just old verses from these artists. But if they go on your IG page, they can see you really in the studio with all three of them. Man. Yeah. Um, I mean, at different times. So talk about how this whole song came about. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. 
Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. One day I was in the studio, man. I was by myself. And, you know, me and Beanie Siegel, we had established a, a real good relationship. So one of my little partners, Trey, he helped me, you know, he was like, man, you should call this shit like state property. And I was, cause I, you know, I had Beanie Siegel in mind. And he was like, I was like, nah, man, I want to do some legendary shit. So I dropped my verse and I was like, man, fuck it. I'm going to put Beanie Siegel on this song. And I, and originally I wanted Beanie Siegel and Scarface to be on the song, mm-hmm. but Scarface was going through COVID and some other health issues. So we couldn't get him on the song. So I said, man, fuck it. I want another real nigga on this bitch. I'm going to put Boosie on it. So I called Boosie up. He like, man, come, come out to my crib, go out, let's do it. So I went out to, um, Boosie Crib, he knocked that shit out. I mean, he killed the verse. I'm like, damn. So I was like, man, I need one more motherfucking legend on this shit. Since it's called Legendary. Yeah. So I was like, I need a soul, soul sound on this bitch. And that came. So I called one of my partners. I'm like, man, we need to put Anthony Hamilton on this motherfucker, man. Me, Boosie, Anthony Hamilton, and Beanie Siegel, we can't lose. So um, that was that was a that was the part of the whole making of, of Legendary. I called Anthony Hamilton up. He like, man, pull up to the studio. So we pulled up to the studio in North Carolina and shit, the song was made, man, it was completed. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Now we about to shoot the video for it. And, and that's a beautiful record, you feel me? It's, it's real music. You know, a lot of people say that um, if you ain't, you know, sounding a certain way on a record, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, ain't, it ain't a classic record, but you know, you got nothing but legends and classic motherfucking hit makers on that record. So. You know, you can't lose like that. So yeah. that's what it is. You feel me? Absolutely. Now nah, the record turned out really dope too, man. So if people have the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if people haven't checked it out. They definitely need to go, uh, go peep that one on the uh, on the album, man. Yeah, and speak about your relationship with Beanie, man. I saw. I don't know if you guys were on tour, but you guys were doing a lot of shows together. Yeah. Um. Actually, me, 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 and Beans. Like, well, actually, that was during the time Black Rob died. Mm-hmm. Black Rob. And I know you and Black Rob got pretty close yeah, too. Yeah, man. I got really close with some real dope ass legends, man. That shit kind of blew me because, you know, I grew up, you know, rocking with these niggas. Like, you know, I, these niggas I used to put in my motherfucking CD player. So, you know, to be able to get out of prison after 17 years and actually, you know, be in the presence of these legends and get recognition from them and actually be able to call these motherfuckers my friends or my partners, you know, that shit was big for me. So, you know, beans are Muslim too. You know, it's a, like Islam, Islam like is really important in everything. Like, you know, niggas can get all the money in the world. Niggas, niggas get all the fame. But if you're a real Muslim, then you're gonna rock with another real Muslim regardless. Cause we, cause like I say, at the forefront is Allah. At the forefront is the religion. And we strive to, to, to live by the Quran. And any Muslim in the industry, if they're a real Mumin, then they gonna fuck with you just on the strength of you being a Muslim if you solid, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's how me and Beanie Siegel relationship go. You know, we 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 FaceTime each other, we hang out, you know what I'm saying? He called me up whenever he got shows. You know, he, he just introduced me to his, to his audience, you know what I'm saying? And so that's a part of the Islamic fold. And that, that's how me and his relationship go, you feel me? Yeah. And what can you tell us the Black Rob away from the music size? Because I think everyone knows him as an artist, but maybe not as a person. Like, what Man, type Black of person Rob love cheeseburgers, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because Black Rob, anytime you ask him what the fuck he want to eat, 
Rest in peace, Black Rob, man. He loved cheeseburgers. I mean, I bought this brother. We bought so many motherfucking cheeseburgers. We can go to goddamn Chops Lobster Bar. I mean, we don't give a, I don't give a fuck where we go. Black Rob ordering him a motherfucking classic cheeseburger. And that's one thing, man, that I always think about. You know what I'm saying? When I think about, you know, Black Rob and his legacy. And, you know, it was such a privilege. It was such an honor to be able to, to be around him, you know, throughout during his last days. You feel me? To see everything that he was going through. Because, you know, I know where he came from. And, you know, to see where he was going through, you know, in his last days, although it's, it, to me it's bittersweet, you know what I'm saying? It, it was a situation where I was like, damn, I hate to see him like this. Yet I know that this brother that, that I was looking at that was going through his illness, he had lived a wonderful life. You know, he had one or two of the biggest hits, you know, on Billboard charts. So it was a blessing to be able to be in his presence and be, you know, able to assist him throughout you know, his transition. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, long live Black Rob, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what was it like working with Derez, man? I know you guys kind of built up a good relationship too, right? Yeah, Derez awesome, man. That's a real nigga. Derez is a real motherfucking nigga, man. Like, I didn't think he would be so down to earth and so willing and giving when mm -hmm. I first met him. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I met him through Queen and Rollo. Um, but when we met, we like just clicked and you know, we, 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 even to this day, you know what I'm saying? We share each other's posts on IG. We talk to each other on the phone. You know, he's a great brother, man. He just told me, whenever you want to do a record, go, my, just send it to me. I got you. And that, that's how we came about with the record on my, on, on my album. All that I could, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Derez, I sent him the record. He's like, man, it's a good time to catch me right now. I'm kind of in my feelings. Cause you know, he <laughs> stayed, he stayed going through whatever he be going through. He stayed in his feelings. He like to put that, that feeling music down. So I sent him the record and he sent that bitch back. I'm like, damn, but it, I, it, 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 I, it was like a process for me to, to nail the verse. Cause I had like four different versions of my verse. Really? Yeah, cause I don't write shit. I just be going straight in the booth and, and I draw from inspirations from that moment. And um, I changed my verse like four times. And finally I was like, this it, you know what I'm saying? I got with my team and they was like, yeah, this is it right here. We gonna, we gonna stick with this one. You know, that, that the record came out to be a beautiful record. So we also shooting a video for that as well. Okay. That's yeah. really dope right there. So have you started on your next project? Yeah, actually, I, I stay recording. Um, I'm not so much focused on me right now. I want to focus on my group, ODT. You know what I'm saying? So Thug and my artist Juice. You know what I'm saying? We got some other artists that, that I signed as well. So I want to so, so focus on these, young, these youngsters. They hungry. They got everything it take. Like the shit that I can't do, they can do. If a motherfucker say I can't rap, I put my motherfucking youngins on. You feel me? They gonna eat shit up. You know what I'm saying? They 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 are incredible talent, and um, I'm just trying to get them to, to understand that this shit is a process. That you know it doesn't come overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers, when you see the the little babies, the futures, the Rollos, you know these people been putting in work for years on years on years. You know what I'm saying? The baby, you look at him, you be like, damn, he lit as fuck. Yeah, he lit right now, but this nigga was fucking doing this thing eight, nine years, you know what I'm saying? For a motherfucker yeah. even heard of him. You know, these people, you gotta put in a lot of work to get where you wanna be. And just by you having that fam goon stamp, that puts you ahead of, you know, that puts you 10 times ahead of the average underground artist, independent artist. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I, I try to, you know, encourage my artists is the the, the state, just stay, stay in tune with what's going on. Stay down until we come up. 
Because, motherfucker, when that shit go to popping, it's all worth it. You see what I'm saying? And that's, that's basically, you know, who I'm focusing on, really, other than myself. Although I am working on a project. And I'm working on my movie, too, man. I don't know if you ever got my book, my Life Before Rap book, if you ever checked it out. But it, it basically, my Life Before Rap book, it's, it's, it's a story, a narrative about, you know, me in the streets and how I met Jeezy and how we came together and, you know, formed Young Guns Entertainment and then also formed um, Corporate Thugs Entertainment. And then I went to prison. Mm. Well, you know, that's what my whole move. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. We is about, you know, we, we shoot in a movie, you know, it's called Light Before Rap. And it, it basically, it details that entire story that's written out in a book, but, but more, you know, drum dramatics you know what i'm saying added to it more more colorful parts and, and shit that i didn't make mention of you know it will be in the movie so i'm focusing on you know the movie getting granted and planted in the movie industry and also you know my artists you feel me yeah now that's gonna be a really dope movie man because if anyone watched your first interview with us you got a crazy story, man. Yeah, so, man. To be able to document that and put that on film that's gonna be wild right there bro. yeah you know and it's crazy because a lot of people be like, man, go my, when you do interviews, you know, don't say, try not to speak so much on your past. And so I'm, I'm trying to like, I guess, get away from my past. Cause you know, I was a motherfucking robbing, kidnapping motherfucker. You feel me? And I'm trying not to like speak so much more now on my past because like I say, it's, a, it's about the evolution. So I want to tell that story and that be that. And you know, people can just watch that shit on, on, on the, on the big screen. Yeah. Or they can just watch, you know, read my book because I'm trying to like get away from that shit because, you know, what I'm saying that I've been so caught in, in, in engulfed in the street shit so long my whole life that where, you know, one day I really see myself getting completely out of the streets and and, you know, being a better American, man, be, being a better Muslim, a better father, a better human being. You feel me? Mm -hmm. No, I got you right there. Man. Like you said, it's all about evolution anyway. Man. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so I gotta ask, man, any relationship with Jeezy today? We know you guys flicked it up for a pick last year, but was that it? <laughs> yeah, um, actually, man, I, I did a couple of interviews and, I, and a lot of people feel, felt that I was being bitter, you know what I'm saying, towards Jeezy, uh, hating on Jeezy or some shit like that. But um, in all actuality, I got nothing but love for Jeezy. Um, I'm not bitter towards Jeezy. I, I did feel a way because, you know what I'm saying? I mean, after doing all this time I, I did in the pen and, you know, coming home and, you know, knowing that I had a a, a, a friend, you know, back then that became a, a, a major a mainstream superstar, you know, not to receive no type of assistance from him. I mean, not even a post on your page type shit, you know, it did make me feel a way. And I was really disappointed about, you know, how Gucci man, um, I guess disrespected Jeezy at the verses, you know, because I felt like, damn, you know, you, you know, I'm, I'm thinking from a street perspective. Fuck all the Martin Luther King shit, you know what I'm saying? That's not me, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you hit me, bitch. I'm gonna hit you back. Matter of fact, I'm gonna try to hit you before you hit me. So, um, I felt that um, he like allowed Gucci to do it and extremely disrespect him. But in all actuality. 
you know, like I was just stating, it's about evolution. People grow, you know what I'm saying? And people aren't the same person they was 20 years ago. And so I got to respect that, you know what I'm saying? Although, you know, like I said, I was quite disappointed about him allowing that to happen like that, you know what I'm saying? Especially when a real life, a real life got took. This wasn't just a rap beef, you know what I'm saying? This was a matter of a real beef where a person's life was sabotaged in the process of this. So, you know, even I stand my ground, you know what I'm saying, even today, I wouldn't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Me and Gucci could not have done a versus in that situation, you know what I'm saying? But I respect Gucci, you know what I'm saying, for, for standing his ground. And I respect Jeezy for, you know, I guess being in the position that he's in right now and feeling the way he feel. However, you know, I remain who I am, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, it is what it is with me, but um, it ain't no smoke, you know what I'm saying? I, um, I did a record on Rollo's new album, Political Prisoner. You know what I'm saying? If a nigga ain't got political prisoner, that's a classic. Y'all make sure y'all grab political prisoner. Rollo new album. I did a song on that called Had To with Rollo. And um I, I took a shot at Jeezy. I said some shit like, you know, I never let a nigga young Jeezy me, you know what I'm saying? And I felt that way and I still feel that way, you know what I'm saying? Cause I want a motherfucker to never feel like it's okay to disrespect the ops. We ain't going for that shit. I don't give a fuck. You feel me? We, it'll be World War, period, with us. But, you know. That's how I felt. And, but I don't want a motherfucker to feel like I got beef with Jeezy. Like, I don't like Jeezy. Cause actually, that's, you know, Jeezy, my nigga, like, you know, that I'm a part of that history. You feel me? Mm -hmm. It just, you know, I, 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 I actually verbalized my disappointment. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, you know, him allowing this to happen and him not being the person that I thought he would be. But you know, who, who, who the fuck am I? You know what I'm saying? To say how a person should be or how a person should act. I don't know what he went through, you know, during his climb to superstardom. I'm sure a lot of people disappointed him. I'm sure a lot of motherfuckers used him. And so he probably at the point right now where he feel like, you know what I'm saying? Shit, I ain't fucking with nobody right now. I mean, it is what it is. But me as a real nigga, I, I, I wouldn't move like that. But, you know, to each his own. You feel me? Yeah. No, I respect that. Um, were you out during the BMF days? <clears throat> yeah, actually, um, me, Jeezy, my nigga Kink, my brother Cut, I met Meech right before I went to prison. It was crazy because I went to a um, strip club. I think we was at Strokers or Blue Flame. I can't really recall. It was like, you know what I'm saying, like late 2001. And um, that's when they first had came out here to Atlanta. We had the strip club and shit, and we was hanging out. It was crazy, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't know who, who, they, who dude was, you know what I'm saying? I just knew these niggas was from Detroit, and these niggas was a major hustler. He had a brother. So I didn't, I didn't know, you know the scope of things. But when I went to prison, you know what I'm saying, in 2002 and around 2003 and 4, I was hearing about, you know, man, you know, the BMF niggas, man, Meech them, so on and so forth. And, you know, when I was in the pen, me and Meech wrote each other a couple letters, you know what I'm saying? But that's, a, that's, that's as far as my, my experience and, you know, dealing with the BMF goals, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a respectful thing, though, you know? I respect the movement. I got you. Actually, I was with Lil Meech down there in Miami. Oh, yeah? Um, about, about a month and a half ago. That was about a month and a half ago. I was with Lil Meech. Um, yeah, I met I met him, chopped it up with him. Cause you know, he's a kid. He he's a he's a youngster. Meech probably ain't Lil Meech ain't probably no more than about 19, 20. So um I was going way before he was even, you know, thought about, you know, being, you know, anything or what he's doing now. So yeah, it's all love though. For sure. Uh what's next for you, Gold Map? What else you got coming up, man? All right now, we focus on getting Rollo Found Goon out of out of jail, man, because you know. Um, my clothing line. 
you know, I got this shit called the gold collection, like real high end shit. You know what I'm saying? Like jeans and shit. Like it's, it's gonna be crazy. You feel me? Um, so I'm focused on my clothing. You know what I'm saying? My urban clothing line, gold racks. I'm focused on that. I'm focused on getting this movie done. It's like before rap movie movie done. You know, I'm focused on just building Trappy Leap. You know what I'm saying? My record label is called Trappy Leap Music Group. So I'm signing artists. I'm finna be giving away a lot of Trappy Leap chains and fan groom chains. You know, we just focus on building our brand, man. You know, making, you know, for America Records an even more power, powerhouse, making Trappy Leap an established brand. You know, focus on my, my my group ODT, you know what I'm saying? Buddy So Thug, FBG Juice, you know, focus on, you know, just putting the whole movement together, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just grateful for the team that I have because I got a lot of brothers, man, that 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 really fuck with me, fuck with my movement, appreciate the person I am. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be able to have no motherfucking $150,000 in the bag if, 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 if I ain't had a team around me, you know what I'm saying? Because you know you got to feel comfortable to be able to, to move around people, you know what I'm saying? You got to be around entrusted people that you can motherfucking, that you can trust to, to, to allocate different assignments and shit, you know what I'm saying? And so um, I'm just focusing on building my team stronger, more loyalty, you know, more real shit, you know what I'm saying? Outside of the fame and, and bullshit, you feel me? Yeah, I got you. All right. You got any last words for your fans? Any shout outs you like to give before we wrap it up here, Go? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want everybody to, to grab the evolution, man. It's on all platforms. Gold Mouth Found Goon, the evolution. Follow me on my IG at goldmouth underscore found goon. And um, shit, I'm doing a lot, man. I'll praise the dude to a lot, you feel me? Moment is legendary from rock to a drug dealer. Life of a thug, nigga. Life of a slug, say that Keep on calling me. All that hate it on bar. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.